Hi, my name is Nina Tea Azinanati. Welcome to Crown Jewels. Crown Jewels is a platform where I talk about everything exciting, amazing, mind-blowing, motivating, you know, all that lovely stuff. And we are going to talk about so many exciting things I have planned out for this season. This is the first season of Crown Jewels, and I would love everybody to partake. Crown Jewels is a concept derived from my slogan. Most of y'all know me as Bebelino, and I usually say I'm the crown, I sit on the king. I know a lot of fans have questions about my career, where it's heading to, but we'll save that for another episode. So Crown Jewels, a crown has jewelry wrap all around it. You know, you can find diamonds, rubies, emeralds, all kinds of precious stones wrapped around the crown. So I'm just here to drop jewels. You know, the crown is here to drop jewels. Anything to empower the individual. So yeah, we are going to talk about COVID-19 for this episode. And we are going to delve deeper into the vaccines and all that you know a lot of people are scared about taking the vaccine i spoke to one of my good lovely friends jay jay is a nurse in america she's a Ghanaian, by the way don't don't worry about how she sounds she's truly Ghanaian, and she'll be sharing her experience with dealing with the virus dealing with some of the patients who came in and how bad the situation was and then also how the vaccine has also been accepted out there so jay is going to share her experience and i hope you all enjoy thank you Hey everyone, hope everybody is good and staying safe. Welcome to today's podcast. We will be discussing COVID-19. Of course, it has been a big topic across the whole world ever since it came out. So we're going to be discussing a few things here and there, you know, um, talking about the vaccinations and all that. A little bit about myself. Um, I go by Jay. I am a registered nurse in the United States. I am of Ghanaian descent. I'm proud of Ghana. So, you know, definitely going to give my perspective as to what we saw out here when COVID-19 first came out and how it's progressed so far. So when COVID-19 first came out, it was pretty scary, honestly. We had patients walking in the doors, having all these symptoms that in the beginning kind of looked like flu-like symptoms, but it progressively got worse. We could have a patient walk in, you know, short of breath, all of a sudden the vitals crash within 10 30 minutes they're on a ventilator in the icu so it was definitely scary times we didn't really understand what covid19 was of course you guys saw on the news everybody across the world was scrambling to figure out you know how does this exact virus work on the body system but the thing that made it hard was each individual is unique so one person may have had mild symptoms somebody could have severe symptoms end up on a ventilator and others would just be walking around with no symptoms at all so that's what made it so hard for us to try and figure it out and i mean we had so many floors in the hospital that we converted to covid 19 specific floors and in order for you to be on that floor taking care of patients of course you had to gown up and i mean seriously gown up just for your protection and for you know your co-workers your family back home as well as other patients because as nurses we tend to multitask you go in one room you take care of one patient 
you go in the next room, you take care of another patient, but they both have different underlying issues, so you have to be careful. Of course, we have to put our PPEs on, our gowns, our gloves, our face shields, our N95 mask, and I will tell you right now, those masks, when you have them on with all your PPE on, it's so hot in there. So you can imagine donning all of these PPE on whilst you're in a patient's room trying to save a patient's life. It, it was tough. It was, you know, one of those that nurses and doctors and everybody in the medical field will tell you these times were hard dealing with COVID. So, you know, slowly it progressed. We had people that unfortunately would pass away from COVID. We had people that would recover, but it would take them a while to recover. And every time people would recover from it, it was a proud moment, you know, knowing that, hey, this person came in in bad shape, but now they're walking out the hospital. They're doing great. I mean, it would take time for them to fully get back to what they were pre-COVID, but at least knowing they walked out of the doors with their life, you know, instead of the other way around, calling family and telling them, hey, your loved one didn't make it. It's It was really a rough time. So now let's fast forward to over a year since COVID-19 came out. I'm sure you guys have heard of the different vaccines that, you know, was approved for emergency use in order to save more lives. Out here in the United States, we had vaccines such as Pfizer, Moderna, and then Johnson & Johnson came out with one. So I'll touch a little bit, you know, on each one. So far, the ones that I have personally seen being administered is the Pfizer and the Moderna. Now, when it comes to the Pfizer, it is two doses that you do have to take. So when you take your first dose, you wait 21 days, and then you take your second dose. And then that should keep you um, immune per se. Now, you're not gonna have full immunity. Yes, you can still get the COVID-19 um, virus post, you know, vaccination, but your symptoms are not going to be as severe as if you did not receive the vaccine. So it's just like, you know, a regular vaccine. If you were to go get your regular flu vaccine, you could get the flu, but you're not going to be in as much pain or have as much symptoms compared to someone who did not get it. And then when we come down to the Moderna, that is also two doses. However, with the Moderna um, dose, that is taken a month apart. So if you should take your first dose today, you're going to take your next dose in 30 days or a month after the first dose. That is um, usually recommended for people 18 years and above. Pfizer is for 16 and above. And then I'm sure, you know, if you guys heard of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which was just gonna be a single dose, you just take one and you're done. That one was also recommended for 18 and above. Now, these um, vaccines out here were approved for emergency use due to, you know, what was going on with the COVID-19 and stuff. So they went ahead, approved it for emergency use. So far, people have been receiving it. I know when it first came out, they had the frontline people receiving it first, which was, you know, medical, healthcare, all that, as well as people with underlying causes. And now they're slowly trickling down to other people who are receiving it as well. So far, what I have seen from people who have, you know, received these doses are, you know, the side effects, which, you know, you gotta keep in mind. Every vaccination has a side effect. You're gonna feel pain, you're gonna feel sore at that side of vaccination. That's all normal. That's nothing to be scared of. Um, I've had some of my nurse friends who received either the Pfizer or Moderna, you know, complain of arm pain where they received it, redness, you know, some swelling, um, maybe a little low-grade fever. 
a day or two after the vaccination or not feeling well after the vaccination but after that they've been fine since i haven't heard any complaints since then so when it comes to the vaccines there's definitely going to be some symptoms after you receive a vaccine personally whenever i receive a flu vaccine i always have symptoms after that so that's as expected um it's nothing scary or you know too concerning now if it does progress and get worse like you're really short of breath or you know your pressure's dropping or your pressure's increasing yes that, that i would definitely have a healthcare worker check you out you know have your physician check you out let them know hey these symptoms aren't normal what's going on definitely have it checked out a few of the myths that you know out here even in the united states we have heard are you know people saying if they should get the vaccine you know it's going to create more problems health-wise for them or if they should get the vaccine it's gonna make them impotent or they're not gonna be able to have kids in the future we have not encountered anyone who received the vaccine that has had those symptoms or side effects I know when it first came out, they were very hesitant. You know, actually they were saying, if you're pregnant, do not receive the vaccine just because they had no clinical trials on it. But um, about a month ago, a month or two ago, we had ob coming out saying, yes, it's safe for a pregnant person to receive the vaccine. There has been a couple of pregnant women that's received the vaccine and delivered perfectly fine with no issues. So it's one of those that it's a personal preference as to if you want to get the vaccine or not because at the end of the day only you understand how your body reacts to things so yes physicians will recommend you know i recommend taking the covid vaccine they will give you you know the education behind the covid vaccine but at the end of the day it is your individual um choice as to whether to take it or not because us as healthcare workers we are here to educate you we're not here to force you to take a vaccine or you know do something that you are not comfortable doing because as i stated at the end of the day you are the one you know your body well than us i could be your nurse you could be my patient but you understand your body more than i would understand i could look at numbers say you know your blood pressure is a little low blah 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 but you understand you that could be your norm you could just have low blood pressure and that's your normal like so when it comes to that and taking the vaccine should you take it or not honestly it is a personal decision as to if you're comfortable taking it or if you'd rather not take it we cannot force you to take the vaccine definitely let us know if there's any questions that you guys have if there's any additional myths that you guys have heard shoot it our way you know it's always interesting to know what other information is out there that we have not heard of yet so yeah definitely let us know and always remember stay safe keep your mask on okay great Thank you very much, Jackie, for sharing your experience with us. In Ghana here, we have a different kind of vaccine going on. It's, I think it's the AstraZeneca. I hope I pronounced it right. Yeah, the AstraZeneca. So that's what has been administered to, you know, a lot of Ghanaians out here. And I think the aged, the ones that are targeted, you know, they, they are the ones seen fit to need the vaccine more than the younger ones because there's not enough in the system for everyone.
COVID-19 is a very scary virus that could claim your life. It's best to be careful and stay away from situations where you might get infected, social gatherings and all that unnecessary stuff that will put you in danger. So there are other, you know, conspiracies that I keep seeing and you cannot write everything off, you know. You need to always listen. There's always, you know, a bit of truth in every rumor or every myth. There's just maybe just a percentage. You never know. Because, you know, in the beginning, people were speculating it was a biological weapon to wipe out, like, half of the population and all that crazy stuff like we see in the movies. But I'm going to share some audio with you where I think I was on TikTok and I came across a video where a lady was speaking about the plant virus and this video was recorded all the way back in 2009. Give it a good listen and then let me know your thoughts. So you can make a fast exit if you have As soon to. as you and I finish, You're out I'm here. leaving the country again. Why? Because in a very short time, not today, not tomorrow, but very soon, we'll be facing compulsory vaccination under the mistaken term of voluntary vaccination. Now, what is it about these vaccinations? You think that they're bad? Well, first of all, let's start with the fact that the World Health Organization has decided that we have 90% too many people. The World Health Organization has been working since 1974 on vaccines to create permanent sterility. Doctor, the response is going to be, you're crazy. How can you say this stuff? I show them the documentation. Now, this is pretty shocking. This process has already been ongoing. To make matters worse, we know they will induce a pandemic using the nasal mist vaccine, which is a live attenuated virus. That means that if I take it, I can infect you. You're going to get the flu. Everybody around us is going to get the flu. Then the United States government, based on their statements that they've already made, will say, oh my, we have a pandemic. Oh my goodness, we don't have enough doses. So we'll admix squalene at the 90,000 injection stations that the Department of Health and Human Services announced that they will ship the vaccines to. What that means is a holocaust, a genocidal holocaust. Men and women will sicken and die.